Good morning, everybody. Shabbos Daf Ayin Zayin. Good morning, Shabbos Kodesh. Quick, as always, on Daf Ayin Vav, the mission of Hayim Nevei is brought down a rule in regards to the Shabbos. A person is only going to be chayav for a tzav. He carries something which is normally put away, and something which the people put put away. That type of shear. The Gemara explained that the first statement was coming to exclude either atzei hashir or damnid, which people don't keep. And each thing we're going to see is going to have a specific shear, which a person is going to be chayav for in Shabbos. And this mission is going to not be like Reb Shimon, because Reb Shimon holds that all the shear are only for people who put them away, but people who do not put away these shear, even though reg- most people put away this type of shear. They're going to be potter. But our mission says a general rule that as long as most people put away this type of shear, then even a rich person who wouldn't normally keep such a small item is going to be high for that shear. Then the, we saw the mission of the Ayyavam Nalf, which started listening off these shear for different items in, in order for you to be high. The mission listed off different things, different food items which you give to an animal. Depending on the animals, that's going to be the size that you're going to be chayv. The more I went through, that everybody agrees if you bring out the amount of para food for a gummel, you're going to be chayv, since it's normal to bring that out for a para. The question was if you bring out gummel food for a para, you're going to be chayv because the para does not normally eat the gummel food, the camel food. So we don't like whether or not. Then we saw. The Gemara on the Mabes brought down the share for a person for human food. The Gemara brought down that it was going to be the share of a Gregaris. And the Gemara said that you're not Mitzdarf, the pits and shells to that share. But the Gemara said that in regards to Chala, you are Mitzdarf, the brand to the share because in regards to Chala, since the Anitza with the brand, you're going to Mitzdarf. But in regards to Chashavs, you're not going to Mitzdarf, the brand, only the regular wheat because most people don't eat it, the brand. And then we saw at the beginning of the eighth parak where the mission told us the share for different liquids. And now by the share, we're going to pick up with this discussion about the share for different liquids. And whether they're going to be or not, that's going to be Daf Ayn Zayn. I'm an Alf and the Daf Ayn Zayn base. We're going to have some interesting Agatha Gomorrah. So let's see the Hilke Gomorrah on the bottom of Daf Ayn Vavun Bay. It says the Gomorrah. So we just said a moment before that the shear of Mazika, the shear of mixing, is a quarter of a revis because the Mishnah said that in order to be high for Yain, you have to take out Kadeh Mazika Zakais. And the Gomorrah explained before that that was a quarter of a revis because Kesha Bracha requires a revis. So what you do is you put in a quarter of a of wine and three quarters of water. So it says the Gomorrah, the Gomorrah is going to bring this idea. We don't like this as well. That a kaisha bracha has a quarter of wine and three quarters of water. Because why? Because we learned in a mission, Tanina, the mission taught that wine, the the amount of mizikas akais, the Tanila, we learned at the end of the mission, Kadeh mizikas akais, Yafa. Sorry, we learned in the Brisa that it's referring to mizikas akais, which you said was a kaisha bracha. But Tanya safe and the Seva taught, Fishar, Kalamashkim, Ravias, that the all other types of liquid, the general shear is Ravias. Verava Tamein, Rava, according to his Shita, to Amar, Rava, Kal Kharm, Dari, Achat, Klas, Maya, Lav Kharm, and Rava Shitas that holds that any wine we do not. Not mix it with three parts of water, it's not considered wine. So you see, says Rava, that our mission said you bring out a Kadeh which is referring to Kaisha Bracha. So explain Rava that it's referring to a quarter of a Revius of wine because when you mix it with three quarters of water, then you have the regular shear of a Revius of liquid, which the Seifa said that most liquids, the rest of the liquids, the shear is a Revius. So says Rava, I have a Raya that in order to mix a Kaisha Bracha, it is going to be a quarter of a cup of Revius. And says the Gemara, says I have two problems with your rare Raya, Rava, this is number one, because the Mishnah, but regards to Damnita, the Mishnah is talking about different colors, what's considered red. So the Mishnah there says that mixture, that the color of red is two parts water and one part wine, from wine of Shirani. So it says, you see, mixed is two cups of two parts water and one part wine, and not three parts water and one part wine. And second, Kasha, and asks you're telling me that. 
when you take out a quarter of a revius of wine, you're going to be chayav and Shabbos. Why? Because when you combine that with three quarters of water, then it's going to be a revius. But ask Abaya, what do you mean? The water's not in, you didn't combine the water with the wine. So just because the water's in the barrel and you could combine it with the wine, but it's not, we shouldn't be mitzvah if it's not with the wine. So why? Tell me if you take out a quarter of revius of wine, you're going to be chayav. The water's not there, so you don't have a revius. So why are you going to be chayav? So I'm going to rubber, respond. So this is you asked me that we see that wine, the mixture of wine is only two cup, two parts water, one part wine, and not three parts. Water and one part wine. No, you can't bring rye from yain because that's wine from a specific place, which is very weak. And therefore, even if you have two parts of water that already is considered diluted, that's considered wine. Or no, it's not a rye because over there the mission neither was talking about in order to get rid of the color of them. So therefore, just putting in two parts of water will get rid of the, the redness. But in order to get rid of the taste of the wine, in order to have taste of wine, you have to do three parts water and one part wine in order to dilute it. So that was in regards to the first kasha. And the second kasha, I, you didn't actually mix in the water. So why you you take out a quarter of a revius of wine? Says Rava, Lenyan Shabbos means chashiv. In regards to Shabbos, means something which is chashiv. Hanami a chashiv, and a quarter of revius of wine is considered chashiv. Why? Because in regards, because a person does keep a quarter of a revius of wine, because that allows him to have a revius of wine mixed with water. So therefore, even though right now he doesn't have the water mixed in with the wine, but since it's the something which is chashiv, since a quarter revius of wine is considered chashiv, because it is the shear that a person would mix it with water, so therefore you're going to be chayiv for an Shabbos. And again, there's an interesting discussion over here in the Paiskim, that Rabbi Yashem and Mishnah points out that the Gemara where is telling us that there are certain wines which require less of a dilution in order for, for it to be considered wine because it is weaker. So Rabbi Yashem and our Mishnah and Rav Vazir and Chuva and, and a few other Paiskim writing their Chuvas, that in regards to grape juice, since grape juice is not wine, if a person adds in a little bit of water, it is going to be mavatal the grape juice, and it's not going to have a dinner of grape juice anymore. Which is the gap. If a person wants to put, let's say, seltzer in grape juice, he has to be careful that he has to make a hagaf and lechera on the grape juice itself first, and not on the mixture of grape juice and water. Again, there are places I believe who did hold that you could add some water into the grape juice, but Rabbi Yashiv and Armish and other places can say that you cannot add any water into the grape juice. Now we're going to talk about let's say we have congealed wine and now it's dry. So now it says the Gemara, if you have a kezayis of this dried wine, of this congealed wine, you're going to be chayv, because that would dissolve into a revius. Both said the same thing, that this idea that a kezayis of congealed wine turns into a revius of wine when it's liquid. Like we just said, that a kezayis of congealed wine turns into a revius of wet wine. There are six things that Bishami was more makele over itself, and again, the first over there explained the mission in Idias. It's referring to that specific day where they said a bunch of members from Bishami Sel. So there were six schools that Bishami had over Bishel. Dam Nevela, in regards to Dam Nevela, the Dam, which comes out of an animal which was in Shechem, Bishami, Tarim, Bishami, it's going to be Tar. It doesn't have the din of an Ava Tomo, Bishel, Matamin, and Bishel is going to be Tame. It's considered part of the Nevela, it's going to become Tame. And our Bishel, Yehuda, and Bishel, Yehuda said, Ab Kishatum Bishel, even when Bishel said it's going to become Tame, because we treat it as if it's part of the Nevela. Loit to Melba Dam Shish Bereviyas. We only were Matami it when the Dam has the Shir Bereviyas. Why? Hail Viyach Likrish Lamina Kazai. Since it could congeal and turn into a Kazai. You see again this idea that a revius of liquid can turn into a kezayis of solid. So we have the same that we see that Reb, Reb Nassan and Reb Esrahuda both said the same thing. Says the Gemara Abaya, Domaloi, says Abaya, no, maybe not. I'd come like Reb Nassan, Hacha, maybe Reb Nassan only said over here to buy revius, you need a revius. Ella, Biyayin, in regards to wine, the kosh, because it's very thin. Maybe blood is thicker, kezayis, la revius. In order to get to kezayis, you would need a revius, meaning even less than a revius would turn into a kezayis of solid. Inami, I'd come like Reb Esrahuda, or maybe I would tell you 
that Rebates, where he'd only set it with the air by blood, that was enough with blood which is very thick, so therefore it turns into Kazais of when it is congealed. However, wine, which is very thin, maybe if you would have a Kazais, it'd be more than a Vias. Maybe even you take out less than a Kazais of congealed wine, you should be Chayab, because maybe when it dissolves, it turns more than, it turns into more than a Vias. So again, we have no right aside there. I'm not saying just said the same thing because they were talking about two different liquids, and maybe the liquid, the shear of dam and the shear of wine are not the same in regards to when they are solid, turning into liquids. Says the Gemara, right? The Cholik would take a meal. The Mishnah said in order for a person to be chayav, when he takes a milk and chops, the shear of gemia, the shear of swallowing. Says the Gemara, Now we're going to go through a few words to go through their proper spelling. Kedai gemia, kedai gemia. Was there with was the word gemia spelled with an aleph or was the word gemia spelled with an ayin? Amar Menachem Yitzchak, Hagmeni Namatmayim Mikadech. Yazir asked to pour a little bit of water into his barrel from from his barrel. So you see clearly that it's with a aleph. Says the Gemara, right there, Ibayilahu. Garenin, is it Garenin is with an alpha, Garenin with an ayin? We saw in the Mishnah, Garenin is referring to the pits that they're not mitzvah after this year. Amarav Ula, Venigamir, Kachel, the Pasuk is referring to when a person redeems a field, so it says that you subtract the value of how many years the person had it before when you redeem it before Yavel. So therefore, you see that the word Venigamir is referring to minimize to subtract, and you see that it's with an ayin and out an alpha. When we are going to see later on, the Mishnah is going to refer to a word which talks about glowing, when the coals are glowing. So is that spelled with an ayin, or is that spelled with an alpha? That the cedars didn't glow in the garden of Kadesh Baruch So you see clearly that it's with an aleph and not with an. I'm sorry, that it's with an ayin and not with an aleph. Ibaylu, ma'amtan tan, ma'amtan. We're going to see later on in the Mishnah that the Allah is a person not allowed to close the eyes of a person who died or a person who's about to die because it's makarmi sasei. So the question is, is that with an aleph or an ayin? Amar Chirabba, Amar Yechan, Va'itzam Einam Yerites. Bara, a person who closes his eyes so he doesn't see bad. You see that it's with an ayin. Now with an alf. Says in Gemara, "Vayter Tanarban Amayti Chalav Shal Behemah Kadei Gemia." That in a person or to be chayav if he t- carries out kalmak on Shabbos, it's the amount that one swallowful Chalav Shal Isha, the amount of milk from a woman, the lubin Shal Bei, and the white part of an egg. Kadei Litim Mash. In order to put into the mixture that you put on the eye to heal a person, killer for this medicine, the share of this medicine on Shabbos, in order to mix it with water to put on the eye. When we said that the amount of this medicine in order to put on the eye is that referring to the amount of just the actual spreading on the eye, or is that referring to even like Rashi explains when a person puts a liquid onto the eye, he's going to have a little bit stuck to his finger. So, including the extra shear that a person needs to take that gets stuck to his finger or not, take who says Gemara. The Shaila remains. Devash says the Gemara right to Devash. Kedilitin al Kasas. The Mishnah said that honey, in order to put on a the top of a wound, Tana. Kedilitin al Pikas is referring to putting on the top of the opening of the wound. Boy Ravashi. Al Kasas apum de Kulikas is referring to the opening of the entire wound. Adilma Morsha Kama de Kasas referring to the top part of the wound. La Fuke Hujun and Delay excluding the sides of the wound, which is not needed. Take this as Gemara to Shaila. Amr Vidam Rav Kamash Rav Kolish Brachu Elamai. Says the Gemara that everything that Hakadosh Baruch Hu created was created with a specific purpose. Nothing was created without Talah. The Mirror over here explains that the Gemara is teaching us an important lesson that everything that Hakadosh Baruch Hu created, even though it seems that it doesn't have a specific purpose, has a reason. Says the Meiri, "Mipinos hadas and misayis amunahu shleiyachas Hashem is Baruch Poyal alatalah b'afvish haber dvarim nalami menu sibas mtsiusam." Says the Meiri that even though there are many things in the world which you don't understand why they were created, what their purpose is, it seems that they were just created at random and that's they're superfluous and they have no specific reason. Says the Mirror. We know every single thing that Kaddish Baruch created has a purpose, has a reason. And says the Gemara, and the Gemara is going to go through some items which seemingly don't have a purpose. Says the Gemara, Shavuot Lekasas, the snail is created for when a person has this wound, you put on this wound, and it helps him heal. Baraz and he created these flies. When you get when a person gets a hornet bite, you put the flies for the, some sort of medicine with the flies, and that heals a person. Yitosh Lenachash, a person takes a mosquito. When a person gets bit by a nachash, a person gets bit by a snake. Benachash Chavavus, and a person 
takes the snake, the, the potion from a snake, and he uses it to heal himself from boils. And he wants to explain what exactly this potion is. The Samoa is lacquer, and a person uses a spire to heal himself when he gets bitten by a scorpion. Hechiyav, they said, ask the Gemara, how does a person heal himself with the snakes from when he, when he has the boils? He brings one black snake, one white snake, and he cooks them together, and he puts it on the wound, and he's going to be healed. So says the Gemara, you see this idea that everything was created with a purpose. Says the Gemara, right to turn our button. There's five fears. There's five fears where something which is bigger, something which is big is afraid of something which is more than it. Amas, the fear of a lion from this animal, Mafkia, which Rash explains is a small chai which screams very loudly and it scares the lion. The lion scared of it. Amos Itashalapil, and the fear of a mosquito that an elephant is scared of a mosquito because the mosquito goes up its nose and it bothers it. There's nothing you do about it. Amos Amos the fear that a scorpion has from a spider. Again, the spider goes into its ear and it bothers it. Amos Amos Alnasher, and the fear that an eagle has from a swallow. The swallow goes under its wings and it prevents it from flying. Amos Kilbos Alaviasa, and the fear that the Leviasa, this big fish, has from his tiny little insects, which also bothers it. And I remember who my crowd, what's the Pashuk, tells this idea that you could have something which is strong, which is afraid of something weaker. Pashuk says, Amavlik, Shaydal, Aids, that the weak triumph over the powerful. So you see that the weak sometimes could win over the power, more powerful things, and the, the stronger things are afraid of these smaller things. And the, the Marsha over here says a very interesting idea where the Miri says, like Mars bring this idea down to tell us, says the Marsha, the Gemara is telling us this idea that a person shouldn't be saying, shouldn't rely on his Gvur, on his strength, and his Milo, that I'm a human, so I shouldn't be afraid of, afraid of anything. Says the Miri, because says the Marsha that Hakadosh Baruch has many shluchim, has many messengers. Because if we look at these small little, small little insects, we would think that there is no purpose. There, there, nobody should be afraid of them. Says the Marsha that a person should not think that oh, I'm a human, I'm so strong, I shouldn't be afraid of any of these little insects or any of these little things. Hakadosh Baruch created all these things, and they can really harm a person. They really can hurt a person, and a person has to recognize that they're all from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Masha says the other way around as well that a person should, shouldn't be afraid of Peronis because he should die with HaKadosh Baruch Hu because HaVishulchum HaMalkam and Hashem could send his refuah for a man for me. It's actually one of the interesting things which, which Samar Rabbanah pointed out with this coronavirus that you could have this tiny little virus which can paralyze an entire world. Again, HaVishulchum HaMalkam HaKadosh Baruch Hu could send his Sai, his punishment and Sai, his refuah through the tiniest, smallest little things. Says the Elkimah writer, Reb Zera Ashkech Lebi Huda Dali Koya Pischol Debei Chamo Reb Zera found Rebbe Huda that he was standing at the entrance of his father's house for Chazda Vudicha Daite and Reb Zera saw that Rebbe Huda was very happy. The boy Minei Kachali Alma Havi Amalei and if Reb Zera would ask Rebbe Huda that even the secrets of the world, he would answer. Meaning anything that he would ask him, he would answer. Which is Shlach Kadosh brings out from this Gemara. You see this idea that when a person is very happy, all, all the secrets come out, and a person can tell you all the things, all the things that a person wants to know. A person wants to learn properly. It's make sure that he's in a happy state because then the secrets will have to come out. I'll be able to learn the secrets of the Torah. And we're going to see that this Gemara is going to be very interesting because we just saw that Rebzera said he could have asked Rehuda any question that he wanted and Rehuda would have answered him. And we're going to see that he ends up asking Rehuda some seemingly trivial questions. He asks him about some physical phenomena which are interesting to him and he asks him 22 questions regards to the etymology of the words, the source of many different words. So Yasha writes in our Gemara, meaning sh- why didn't he ask him the questions? I don't know, the Maisim or Kavi should have asked him all these interesting types of questions. So Yasha over here explains that he explains that normally, even though there are many different levels in the Gemara, the Gemara is many different lessons, but we can always understand the Gemara on a simple level. The Gemara Khan says, You can't understand the Gemara on a simple level. It doesn't make sense the Gemara will be discussing these seemingly trivial in Yanim. When we come up and Yasha said, 
אף שאין לנו מבין, ואז עמק דברה, מקומה כמו אם לא יודעים, הרי הם מקיימים את סתם התרא, דרך אמר שאנחנו בגמרא, ואם סלון יש לזה קיים מיתה סתם התרא. רבי אשר עושה את זה, אם אנחנו לא נצליח להבין את המינינג בהיינד, אפילו בפשט משט בגמרא, כי בפשט משט לא נראה כמו שאנחנו יכולים להבין את זה בסימפל לבל, אפשר שאתה לומד 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 את זה בסימפל לבל, אפשר שאתה So says, now he asks him these questions. Why did the goats go in the head of the flock? And then the sheep go. Just like the creation of the world. In the beginning it was dark. And then it was light. And the goats are, so the goats are dark. They go in the front. And then the sheep which are lighter go in the back. So then Rebzeir asked him, why do the goats not have a tail and the sheep have a tail? So he responded, These, the sheep that we use there, wolf too, use for our clothing to cover ourselves. Therefore, they have a tail to cover themselves behind. And the, the goats, which you don't use to cover ourselves, you don't use it for our clothing, they do not have a tail. They are revealed to, they, they themselves are revealed because we don't use it to cover ourselves. My time, and then he asked him, my time, why is the tail of a camel very short? So you respond to him, because it eats thorns. And if it would have a long tail, it would get hurt. My time with Torah, Rechel, and Musa. And then he asked him why the ox tail is very long. So he responded to Mishim, the Dyer Ba'agmi, because it lives in the swampy area. And he has to swap, has to chase away the ants, has to swap the ants, and therefore has a long tail to chase away the ants. My time with Karan, the Kamsa, Rechel. Then he asked him why is the antenna of a locust very soft? So we respond to Mishim, the Dyer, because they live in places where there's hard wood. It would be Kasha, Nadia, Misavar, and if it would be hard, then it would crack, it would move out of place, and it would become blind. Amr Shmuel, Gishmuel said, Hi, man, Dabai, listen to the concept. A person wants to make a locust go blind. The Shaflun and the Karni should take out the horn, just take out the antenna. So therefore, the antennas are very soft, so that it does not get damaged with the hardwood. My time, uh, then he asked him, My time, I turned on Gulsa, Mad Leila. Why is it that the eyelids of a rooster close from bottom to top and not top to bottom like all the other animals? And so he responded back to him, the Dari Adafi, because it lives on places with wood. The Isle Katra, and if uh, these are smoky areas, and if smoke would go into the, into the chicken's eyes and the rooster's eyes, Miss Avra would become blind, and that's why Kalish Brecham made it that the eyelid's close from the bottom to the top, so that it would cover the eyelid very well, it would cover the eyes, so it would not get ruined, not get damaged. And I was not sure what this Gemara was referring to when it spoke about the eyelids of a rooster going from bottom to top versus top to bottom, so I reached out to Ramnas and Slifkin, and he explained that the Gemara on the simple level is referring to the nictating membrane, which is not the regular eyelids that an, a chicken has, a regular eye like a human, and then it has this in, a membrane inside the eye, which is called the nictating membrane, which does close the eye to prevent it, and that taka closes from bottom to top, and not top to bottom. So that is what our Gemara is referring to when it speaks about the eyelids of a rooster going from the bottom to the top. Says the Gemara Viter. So now we start asking him the etymology of the words, the source for words, where the words come from, why we why certain words are the way that, sound the way that they are. So he says, Dasha, door, and he explains because it's the way to get there. Darga, ladder, darga, it's the way to get to the roof. Matchalisa, a dip that we use to dip our foods into. Masai Tichlada, when is this going to be finished? I mean, we eat it for a long time. So when is, when is the dip going to be finished? Besa, a house, he explained, comes from the source of Bav Esaba. Let's come and sit inside. Biksa, a narrow house. Be'aksa, a narrow place. Kofisa, Kofitev, a low type of chair. It comes from the lush of Kofitev, flip it over upside down and sit on top of it. Levani, bricks, Levani, bunny, that even for the grandchildren, if you build a house out of bricks, it's going to be stand for a long time. Hutza, a fence which is made of reeds. Chatzitza, it's just a chatzitza. It's not actually a very good fence. It's not made of very good material, but it does separate. Chatzva, barash, shechaitzva, shechaitzva, maimon, and ar, that you draw the water 
from the river with it. Kuza, jug, kazet, like this, like it's a very small jug. Shetisa, the myrtle branch, Shetusa, you look like a shaita. We're going to see by the Shem Zachas Ksubis that the Chacham would dance with this myrtle branch in front of the Kala, and these people would say that they look like a shaita. Ma Shikhla, this wash basin, Mashikula, it's a big wash basin, you can wash everything with it. Mashkilta, this fancy wash basin, Mashakasa, that's what we use to wash the Kala. Well, you used to wash the bride. Asisa says the Gemara, a mortar, Chasirta, that has this hole that you carve out, the hole on the bottom of the mortar. Bochna, the pestle which you used to crush. Baibachna, comes to the Lashana, Baibachna, come and hit. Levusha, clothing, it takes away our busha, it takes away our embarrassment, and that's why we cover some of their clothing. Glima, cloak, this cape, Shinasa, like a Gailam, that it's like a Gailam which doesn't have any place for your hands, and it doesn't have any place for your hands. It's just a simple cloak without any place for your hands and feet. Gulsa, this fancy cape, Gali, the Asiv, that a person picks it up before he sits down, he doesn't want it, he doesn't sit on top of it. Purya, a bed, the reason why it comes from, the reason why we call it Purya is Shepard and Ravin Law, because we have, that's the place where people are part and Ravin. Barzinka, a empty bar, a pit which doesn't have water. Barzanaki, this bar, comes from Lashanav, Barzanaki, uh, this bar doesn't have water. Sudra, a Sudra, which is referring to a turban, which we'll see more about this later on in the Gemara, that they used to wear the turban as a yarmulke to cover themselves, Sudra Shem Lirayav, that Sudra Shem Lirayav, we'll see that the yarmulke is associated with the Yerushimayim, a panda in the palace, a pischadin, that everybody should come here, either for judgment, like Rashi explains, or to come to the palace. There is a very interesting hour over here that a lot of these words in the Gemara are actually Aramaic words, they're not Hebrew words, they're not Lashon HaKadosh words. So what's the Gemara telling us that these Aramaic words come from the Sherish of Lashon HaKadosh, that the reason why they have the Aramaic words are called the way they are is because in Lashon HaKadosh, this is what it spells out. But what do you mean? These are Aramaic words, they're not Lashon HaKadosh words. You take a look at the here, the Marsha writes that it seems that Lashon HaKadosh, that many of the Aramaic words actually are either close to Lashon HaKadosh or actually come from Lashon HaKadosh, and that's why we're explaining how they got there. Other Aramaic seem to suggest another idea that we only use certain Aramaic words if they had some sort of meaning Lashon HaKadosh as well. However, there's another possibility, which I didn't see an Aramaic pointed over here, but it could be it's possible that we're going to see whether we get the Masechus on Hedgen of Dal and the Basic Mar learns out a certain halacha from the word Taitafais that the terrorist says Taitafais requires a twelve, and the Gemara says that in a Russian African in an African language, Tas is two and Pas is two, so therefore you have four four. Par- Sections to the film. So all the Achrayim over there jump up and they say, What do you mean? The terror, we're dashing the terror with a Lush in Africa? That's how you tell me that that's how we learn out the Makar. So some Achrayim want to suggest that's only the Rabbanic. The mission says only Asmachta. That's not a real Joshua. Or many other Achrayim over there suggest it's less MS, some Safer. Other Achrayim, the Shlah, suggest. That many words in Lashon Hakodesh actually ended up making their way into other languages, and Chazal Masera that this is one of the words that Pats and Afriki, which even though they use it in African, it's actually originally a word from Lashon Hakodesh, and actually ended up finding this in one of the Rishonim with Joshua Chamish and Rabbi Shua Ibn Shuvs Joshua on Parshas Nayach. He writes this idea that before the Dara Flaga, there was all one language, and he says Abu Dara Flaga Koyes of Achaz Dara Machadim Lashon Hakodesh Kikulam Imedabrim. That he writes that in their flaga, everybody spoke only one language, Lashon HaKadosh, and then he writes then that after that they separated into seven different languages, and we kept Lashon HaKadosh. However, there were many words which ended up in different nations, ended up keeping some of the words of Lashon HaKadosh. Chazal and many times, Tidarsh and other words from other languages, because Chazal understood that they really originally came from Lashon HaKadosh. So it could be like in Aragamar as well, that some of these Aramaic words really come from Lashon HaKadosh. Again, just an interesting idea. Chazal we saw today, the Gemara Lamanaf went through whether wine, you dilute it with two parts of water or three parts of water, depending, maybe the Gemara came out, then maybe it depends on the type of wine. If it's a weak wine, then you need less. If it's a strong wine, then you need more to dilute it. Then the Gemara on the bottom brought down a discussion of when you have congealed wine, what is going to be the shear? The Gemara said, if it's kazais of yain, that is going to be the shear because that's going to turn to revius when it is a liquid. And then the Gemara on the base, we had a bunch of in- interesting agathic Gemara's. We saw a bunch of interesting questions that Abzair asked to Rabbi Yehuda, and then we saw that he went through the etymology of a lot of different words and he explained how the words ended up the way that they are. Have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos Kaidesh.